Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Okay, this is kind of an unusual Urban Spelunking because uh, this one isn't dedicated to a building. We're not really going anywhere on this one. Instead, we are taking a moment to remember a smokestack in uh, in Walker's Point, a smokestack you've definitely seen if you've uh, gone over the high-rise bridge. It's a super visible Sprecher smokestack, Bobby. Yeah, so this was the smokestack that was in an old powerhouse right next to where, to the building where Sprecher Brewery was founded in 1985. And uh, Randy Sprecher had the brilliant idea of painting the sign on the top of the smokestack so people would be able to find his brewery, which was in a part of Walker's Point that uh, people didn't really venture down too much at that point. You know, now it's been sort of redeveloped with apartments and office space and all sorts of things. But 7th and Oregon in the mid 80s was still kind of in the middle of the Fister and Vogel tannery complex. And you had to cross over some train tracks to get there. It just, it just wasn't the kind of place yeah. people ended up on purpose very often. It's hard to think about Walker's Point really ever being that way because it's like the total opposite of what it is now. But it wasn't that long ago that that uh, the Harbor District and Walker's Point, um, it just wasn't a destination like today. No, right. There was a lot of sort of no man's land kind of places like this that's these sort of industrial or formerly industrial places that you just really had no reason to go to unless you were up to no good, I guess. <laughs> so what's the deal with the smokestack? It's it's being taken down or it has, it has been taken down. Um, why did it have to come down and, and what's the history there? So, um, you know, these buildings were built for Pfister and Vogel in the uh, late 19th century, early 20th century, which was a huge tannery that took up that whole area. And um, Sprecher was located in one of the buildings. It, it opened, as I said, in 1985, in one of the buildings at the very end next to a canal. And the reason Sprecher ended up moving to Glendale uh, in the early 90s was because part of their parking lot uh, actually fell into the canal. Oh, wow. So, okay. Oh, I remember us talking <laughs> yeah, about so, that. Yeah, it was like, it, it just yeah. kind of <laughs> disaster. It one day struck and, right. and it just went into the canal. Yeah, so uh, before the building ended up in the canal, Randy had to kind of yeah. move all their stuff out and they found this new place in Glendale. And then right after that, that the building they were in was torn down. Um, but Got now it. this other, this former power plant, which has been standing ever since and has been vacant, um, is now in the same kind of shape. So they had to take it down before it came down on its own. And this was built when? Uh, these were built in the late, uh, the whole complex was built over time in like this, the last few decades of the 19th century and the beginning of the 20th century. And actually the site where uh, the Sprecher building was on in earlier days was actually a Pabst Brewery site. Okay. Too. So there was a little bit of beer history on that site too. So this is early, what was the date? Uh, late 19th century, early 20th century. I guess, did it age faster than expected? Or is that kind of the, the life cycle for a building like this? Was it kind of meant to be about that old? Yeah, well, I think what happened is it just, since it was no longer occupied, it gets just got sort of dilapidated over time. You know, the elements just kind of took their toll. Because there's a lot of other buildings in the complex that are actually still there and are in good shape that were sort of cleaned up and renovated into... Um, office space and apartments and, you know, all that stuff that you see kind of just to the west of Great Lakes Distillery there to the west of 6th Street. 
those are all part of that same complex, you know, so not all of the buildings sort of fared the same way depending on whether or not they were in use. Well, people will definitely recognize this smokestack if you go to the story and look at the pictures. This was there uh, with that Sprecher branding since the 80s, right? The mid-80s? Yeah, since 85. And you could see it. I mean, if you're on the high-rise bridge, you could see that there was a brewery down there. And, you know, in 85, when Randy Sprecher opened, he was the first craft brewer in town. So it was a new... People thought he was nuts to try and open a brewery in the land of Miller and Pabst, but... uh, he did it. Well, we're going to talk more about kind of that craft beer movement that Sprecher began in the 1980s. But before we get there, I want to ask you about just like, I know you love these old buildings and uh, these old bricks. And I assume that is, that applies to smokestacks too. Uh, <laughs> how are you feeling seeing this, this smokestack come down? I'm a little disappointed because I felt like, you know, every time you went over the high-rise bridge or in certain parts of Walker's Point, you could see the sign and it was kind of a nice reminder you know, of where this little bit of brewing history in Milwaukee had taken place, and now it's just not going to be there anymore. But I suppose the silver lining is that the some of the buildings, like you said, on the site are still there, so it's not a total loss, right? It was just the smokestack? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That power plant is coming down, but everything else that was there last week will still be there next week. And, of course, Sprecher is is still uh, based in, in the state and, and doing just fine. <laughs> I suppose you want to make that really clear at the beginning of the story, like the smokestack's coming down. That doesn't mean that they're going under, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Sprecher, Sprecher moved to Glendale because of what we talked about. They moved to Glendale in 1994. So um, they have not, other than the sign, they have not been associated with that site for a long time now. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back with more Urban Spelunking. At Radio Milwaukee, we know there is power in music, creativity, and community. While we don't know what Milwaukee will look like in 2021, we know that you have a say in that future because you have the power too. When you support Radio Milwaukee this month, you can also support Imagine MKE's Artist Relief Fund. Your donation today will build a strong future for 88.9 and Milwaukee artists and creatives. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to make 2021 a little more musical. It's Urban Spelunkin. We're talking about a Ode to a Milwaukee Smokestack. <laughs> that seems so Milwaukee, doesn't it? Like <laughs> such, a, such a good old, like, you know, Midwestern... Hard work in town right. kind of story. No to a smokestack. All right. So uh, what I wanted to, I guess, start with here is how did you get tipped off to this? Like, you, you, there were some cool photos that have an interesting story that I think kind of sets the stage for this this conversation about craft in Milwaukee. So take us to how you discovered this. Okay. So it's funny because uh, I had to mention this in the story because it was sort of this uh, trio of pioneers kind of coming together here. So the um, I saw on Facebook that it was coming down because a guy named George Bluvis, who is the um, brewmaster at Water Street Brewery, took a bunch of pictures, was down there and posted them on Facebook. And George, uh, as I said, worked at Water Street Brewery, which in 1987 was the first brew pub mm, yes. to open in Milwaukee. So that Still there today and uh, a couple locations, yep. right? This one out in Oak Creek. Yeah, and there's one in Grafton and one out in um, I think that's Heartland. Got it. So that's more than a couple. That's a it's like a that's a few couple. That's a yes, couple two right. three. <laughs> couple two three, right? Uh, so so you know the I got this one brewing pioneer sending me pictures of the demise of this uh, remnant of another brewing pioneer. And what was funny is I wanted to run something right away, but I couldn't get a hold of George right away. So I uh, messaged Guy Rayhorst, who owns Great Lakes distillery because it's located right there. So I figured he could look out his window and send me some pictures, which he did, which completes the trifecta of pioneers because <laughs> Guy was the first 
person to open a distillery in the state of Wisconsin since Prohibition ended. So uh, it all sort of came together there in this. I was the only one who was not a pioneer. <laughs> so this smokestack bringing together <laughs> the, the, first, the first craft brewer, the first brew pub owner, and the first distillery owner all around the, right. this admiration of this smokestack in Walker's Point. Yes. I should say that George is not the owner of Water Street Brewery. He's the brewmaster, though. Noted. And, uh, yes. you know, to our to our ongoing theory, not only does every building have a story, but every smokestack has a story. It sure does. Well, with the smokestack coming down, of course, we, we talk about uh, Sprecher Brewery continuing on. In fact, there was some news about uh, changing ownership with Sprecher Brewery recently. Yeah, Randy Sprecher, after many, many years, decided it was time to retire. Um, and I think it was in February. You know, it's... This year seems so long that <laughs> January, February, it all seems like a blur now. But I think it was February uh, they announced that uh, that he was retiring, moving to California, and selling the brewery to um, a group of local investors who now own it and um, have been introducing new products and stuff. And they've been working hard at keeping it going. And um, it seems as strong as ever. And you found this this really interesting kind of double sprecher. Wisconsin story. Uh, fill me in there. Fill us in there. That's that's a, that's interesting and fun. Yeah. So when I was writing this one about the smokestack, um, I started doing some searching for some some facts I was trying to find related to Sprecher, and I came across a reference, a 1959 reference to Sprecher Brewery, and I thought, well, how can there be a 1959 reference to a brewery that started in 1985? And I followed that thread, and it unraveled to reveal that uh, in the 1860s. There was a guy named Frederick Sprecher, no relation apparently to Randy Sprecher, who opened a Sprecher Brewery in Madison in the 1860s. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy, and thankfully they were they were uh, you know 120 years apart that <laughs> there was no competition worry there, huh? <laughs> no, right. And Randy says that uh, that he did not know about that when he started his brewery, although he was later he did later find out about it. When I saw you send me a smokestack story, Bobby, I wasn't expecting this much history. Um, and it was, this is so enlightening. So definitely go. Re- I could, I could imagine you rolled your eyes. <laughs> Never. Come on. I, I, there, you know, this was our first smokestack and I, and I hope it's not our last. So same here. This podcast here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts on our website or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Just hit subscribe. And if you could send us a a review, please rate and review the podcast. That helps us out a ton. And definitely go to On Milwaukee and read Bobby's complete story and check out the photos there. Bobby, happy holidays. Great to have you here. And we'll talk soon. Happy holidays, everyone.